Hello everyone, welcome back to today's podcast. In today's episode of Crimes Gambit, we'll be talking about the George Floyd murder and also the reactivation of the Black Lives Matter protests. So just a quick history of the Black Lives Matter movement and how it officially started. So it was founded back in 2013 by three black women named Alicia Gaza, Patches Colors and Opportunity. They first started it back in 2013 after the tragic murder of Trevor Martin in 2012 and the aftermath of the murder, George Zimmerman. You know, it first it started because George Zimmerman was acquitted of the murder of Trevor Martin and that led to different protests and it was now known nationwide as the Black Lives Matter movement. Now let's get into the story of the day, George Floyd. Who is George Floyd? George Perry Floyd Jr. was an African-American man, a father, who moved to Minnesota to find a better life and work. He has two daughters, of which the younger one is six. He worked as a security guard at a restaurant, but like millions of Americans, he had been asked to work because of the coronavirus pandemic. His family acknowledged that his life had its up and downs. In, two, in 2007, he was charged with armed robbery in a, in a home invasion in Houston, and in 2009, he was sentenced to five years in prison as part of a plea deal, and this was according to the court documents. Let's talk about the initial issue and the cause for arrest. First of all, we know that this whole audio started with what was believed to be a counterfeit $20 bill. On May 25th, Floyd visited Cop Food Grocery Store in Minneapolis to buy a pack of cigarettes. A store employee believed the bill he used was a counterfeit and reported it to the police. The store owner, Mike, told NBC that he was not at work during the time of the incident, but his employees told him that Floyd initially came to the store with a man and a woman. The man tried to use what was an employee suspected to be a fake bill, which the employee then caught on and returned back to the man. Mike then said that Floyd returned to the store about 10 minutes later and tried to use a suspicious $13 bill to make a purchase. The employee didn't realize it at first, but according to Mike, when they did, they followed protocol and called the police as they should. In a call to 911, the employee told the operator that he asked Floyd for cigarettes back, but he didn't want to do that. The employee also claimed that Floyd was awfully drunk and not in control of himself. By the way, if you want to read the transcript for the call, you can find it online. Later that day, Floyd was near the store, sitting in a car with two other people when the police arrived. The officers involved were responding to a report of a forgery in progress. According to the police department's account, once at the store, they found a man fitting the suspect description, which was Floyd. The police department then said that there was a physical altercation between the police officers and Floyd. Then, then it was stated that Floyd unfolded and got out of the car. Later, Chauvin arrived to the scene shortly to help the officers in getting Floyd into the police cruiser. The report said that Chauvin pulled Floyd out of the vehicle, causing him to fall to the ground. He laid on the ground, face down, and still handcuffed. That's when people, that's when bystanders started to record with their cell phones. There was a video taken by some witness, but they didn't show what started the confrontation. The first, the first video shown was Floyd beside the, beside the first wheel of the vehicle, an officer on top of him pinning him to the cement, 
pressing a knee to his neck. Please, 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 I can't breathe. Floyd can be heard begging down on the ground. My stomach hurts. My neck hurts. Please, please, I can't breathe. The arrest was filmed by multiple people and shared widely on social media. And this then went viral, not only in the country, but worldwide. Bystanders can be heard in the video yelling at the police to let him get up. After several minutes, Fred gradually becomes quiet, quiet and doesn't move. The prosecutor's report indicates that Chauvin held his knee on Floyd's neck for approximately 9 minutes and 46 seconds. Floyd was then now taken to the hospital where he died a short time later. Police have said that Floyd did not have a weapon nor were any we weapons involved in the accident. As the video just became more viral, as more people decided to know of the situation, protests began. Police began like the day after George was confirmed to be dead, and it was it was it started to rise. Like so, not only in America, also in Canada, so and different parts of the world, there were protests against police brutality, and also that the the police force should be reformed and reviewed. Also, there wasn't really a specific group of people that were. That were that were there. Obviously, there were allies and like different different races of people were there. Also, just to mention, the protests were very very peaceful. It was non-violence, but as but well, like as they were protesting, no police officers. They were they would attack. They would attack some of the protesters. Spray them with tear gas. Um. Also, some even got arrested just for protesting. So it was not it was not only on the protesters, it was it was the police too. So last thing I want to touch on was was there any change um from the protest? Yes, I believe yes and no. So yes, in that yes, some cities are making some changes to their police department. For example, the Minneapolis lawmakers vowed to disband the city's police department less than two weeks after Floyd's death. Minneapolis, the, the Minneapolis um, incident also inspired the mayor of New York City to move the funding from the city's police department towards the youth and social services. Officials in Washington, D.C. states that and states such as California, Nevada, and Texas banned chokeholds and reviewed police reforms. So we could say yes, there are some changes, but there are also there are also things that that have happened after the protest of George Floyd, after the protest and the killing of George Floyd. For example, we have Breonna Taylor. She was shot eight times in her apartment. We also have the killing of the young boy in school. And there are so many, so many, so many incidents that have happened after the George Floyd movement. So, honestly, I believe that I believe that yes, there there has been some change, but there's still a lot of work that has to be done in the, especially in the law enforcement agencies. So that's we come to the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening and see you in the next one. Bye.